sitting around you let them know they are welcome to the house of the Lord please shake hands with someone and please welcome them to the house of the Lord this morning praise the name of Jesus hallelujah we've had a very exciting week the past six days have been glorious and glorious give the Lord a clap of celebration praise the name of Jesus we thank God for all his servants that came up here to minister his word I believe the church has been edified, inspired, and motivated, and our lives will never be the same in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We are celebrating eight years of existence as a ministry, and eight is a number of new beginnings. Something good has already begun in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Beginning this season, all the days of your life, you're going to enjoy the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I said in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Whatever was not in your hand hitherto shall be in your hand in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. You'll be handling dimensions of greatness that you've never come across before in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Please, I'm talking to you. Can I hear loud a shout of Amen. Thank God for what you have seen so far. But what you are about to see beginning this season shall be greater than what you have seen before in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I said in the name of Jesus. Yeah. I know God has surprised you before. But this time around, you are in for greater surprise. Yeah. You are in for greater testimonies. Yeah. Greater glory. Yeah. Greater breakthroughs. Yeah. Greater progress. Yeah. Greater elevations. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I said in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Remember, and God said, and God said, throughout Genesis chapter 1, and God said, and God said, and God said, that is why we have the kind of things we see today. I decree, whatever I say concerning your life, you shall see it. Amen. I said you shall see it. Amen. I said you shall see it. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And I'm saying to you that change of level is your portion. Yeah. I said change of level is your portion. Yeah. There's a dramatic shift for you in business, in career, in finances, in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I said in the mighty name of Jesus, yeah. may God surprise you with abundance. Yeah. May God surprise you with supernatural promotions. Yeah. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Beyond your faith, may God do much more. I said, may God do much more. I said, may God do much more. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now I hear the spirit of God saying, he's giving you more. He's giving you more. Somebody here is receiving more. I said, you are receiving more. Somebody shout, I receive more. Say it again, I receive more. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So beginning this hour, you have stepped into the realm of more, more, more. That means more favor, more success, more breakthroughs, more testimonies, more promotions, more change of level. In the name of Jesus, I said in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I said in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. As you are enjoying more of the goodness of the Lord, your enemies will be enjoying more miseries more sufferings anybody lifting their finger against you let them suffer more i said let them suffer more i said let them suffer more the bible says the house of david became stronger and stronger and the house of Saul became weaker and weaker as you are getting stronger your enemies are getting weaker i said your enemies are getting weaker in the mighty name of jesus christ please i'm talking to you can i hear a loud shout of amen Hallelujah. 
Clap your hands and shout, I receive more, I receive more, I receive more, I receive more. Praise God, you may be seated. Now hear this. So much has already been shared in this season on the subject of all-round dominion. So I'm not going to reinvent the wheel, but I'll take it up from where everybody else has left. Genesis chapter 1, verses 26 to 28. Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and uh, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Praise God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word, and thank you for all the things you've already been speaking since Monday. And as we wind up on this convocation, we pray your grace, anointing, power, and glory, even in all our services today. Thank you, mighty God, because the preaching of your word beginning in this service shall be with a demonstration of the spirit and power. And this to the glory of your awesome name. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. I'll be speaking in our services today on the subject, the principles and practice of dominion. The principles and practice of dominion. The principles and practice of dominion. Dominion has already been defined. And um, I want to emphasize that indeed dominion means the exercise of authority. The exercise of rule. The exercise of authority. The art of reigning. 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 Dominion also means overriding influence it's not just influence but overriding influence overriding influence authority to reign to exercise rule to exercise authority praise the name of jesus and indeed i would like again to mention that dominion is god's primary core or calling of man when God hashed the idea of bringing man into existence, the first thing he had in his mind for this man who ought to be created was dominion. The Bible says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. Let them have dominion. Meaning that dominion is God's primary calling for mankind. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And dominion is a supernatural virtue. is a supernatural endowment upon man. God's endowment upon a human being. And as it is with all virtues that are given us by the almighty God, there are principles and practices that govern dominion. Principles and practices that govern dominion. And the Holy Spirit has given me five of them to share with us in our services today. And these five are, number one, the principle of source. The principle of source. Somebody shout with me, the principle of source. Source there is S-O-U-R-C-E. The principle of source. Number two, the principle of service. The principle of service. Number three, the principle of sight. The principle of sight, S-I-G-H-T. The principle of sight, the ability to see. The ability to see. The ability to see. Point number four is the principle of sound. The principle of sound, S-O-U-N-D. The principle of sound. And number five, the principle of submission. The principle of submission. Praise the name of Jesus. And in this service, I'll be speaking on the principle of source. The principle of source. 
Man has his source in God. Somebody shout with me, I have my source in God. Because in verse 26 of Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them have dominion. And in Psalm 100, let's look at Psalm 100, reading from verse number 1. Psalm 100 and verse number 1. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Verse 2, please. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Why? Verse number 3. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Look at that. It says, know that the Lord is God. It says, know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. It is he that made us and not we ourselves. Man is not his own idea. Man is God's idea. And you can never succeed in that which God has ordained for you unless and until you recognize your source and connect yourself to that source. Man has his origin in God and he can only succeed in God's dominion agenda through connection with him connection with him the principle of soul says you must remain connected to your god in order to enjoy his dominion you must remain connected to god and flinchingly connected to god if you are to succeed in the agenda of dominion our lord jesus christ put it this way in john chapter 15 verses 1 to 8 john chapter 15 verses 1 to 8 Praise the name of Jesus. I am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that he may bear more fruit. Now hear this. Verse number three. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. Now hear this. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Because the branch of the vine has its origin in the vine. And it is when the vine, the branch of the vine remains connected to the source which is the vine that is when the branch can bear fruits. You never bear fruit unless and until you remain connected to your source. You can never have the exercise of dominion unless and until you remain connected in fellowship with your God. And this is an important requirement in the practice of dominion. Praise the name of Jesus. I said praise the name of Jesus. Dominion is a product of connecting with God. Dominion is a product of connecting with God. Now hear this. When God spoke in that Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 26. Now hear this. Let us make man in our image. And verse number 27 is a report of the accomplishment of that agenda. So God created man in his own image. Now verse 28. Then God blessed them. Where? In his presence. Male and female, verse 28, were in the presence of God. They were in the presence of God. That is when God said to them, be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion in his presence. In his presence, in his presence, in his presence, in his presence. As long as they remained connected to the presence of God, God was committed to continually give them dominion. To continually give them rule and authority. Praise the name of Jesus. I said praise the name of Jesus. It was when man was in God's presence that he was commanded to have dominion.
Nothing presents dominion like the presence of God. Nothing offers dominion like the presence of God. Nothing presents dominion to a man than that man being in the presence of God. It is when you find yourself continually in the presence of God that God continually gives you the mandate to exercise dominion. Oh my God. Praise the name of Jesus. I want you to see something here. In Mark chapter 3 verses 13 to 15. Mark chapter 3 verses 13 to 15. I will show you some few things this morning and your life will never be the same. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. Mark chapter 3. Verses 13 to 15. It says, And he went up on the mountain and called to him those he himself wanted. And he has wanted you this morning. That is why you're here. And whatever he has wanted you for shall be accomplished in your life this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. And they came to him. Verse number 14. Then he appointed 12 that they might be with him. And that he might send them out to preach. Being sent out to preach. Verse number 15. And to have dominion, to have power to heal sicknesses. And to have power, to have dominion, to cast out demons. All these were products of the twelve being with him. Have you seen it? Verse number 14 is key. It says that he appointed 12 that they might be with him. That was the secret of their dominion. That was the secret of their power to preach, power to heal the sick, power to cast out devils. It was a product of being in his presence. Being in his presence. Being in his presence. That they might be in his presence. And it was in the process of being in his presence that they were empowered, that they were given the ability, that they were capacitated, that they were given dominion to preach, dominion to exercise authority over sickness and disease and over demonic powers. There are so many people today who are loosely connected to the Lord. Beloved, it is one thing for you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It is another for you to live in the reality of it. Jesus is both Savior and Lord. There are so many people that Jesus has saved who have not allowed him to be their Lord. To make someone your Lord means to operate by his dictates it doesn't matter what your feelings are but you put yourself under obligation to carry out their instruction to carry out their mandate to carry out their demands you don't have the will of your own the only will you have is the will of your lord the will of your master there are so many people I mean, we cannot deny that fact. There are so many people that are saved. Whose sins have been forgiven, but who are failing to make Jesus their master. He's not master of their, of their marriage. That is why they keep quarreling in their marriages. He's not master over their finances. That is why they cannot partner with him in the wake of the ministry. They, he is not master. He is not master over the affairs of their lives. He is not master over their priorities. You cannot have true dominion unless and until you yield yourself to the lordship of Jesus Christ. To the lordship of Jesus Christ. To the lordship of Jesus Christ. I want you to see this. Acts chapter 2. Something good is happening here. Praise the name of Jesus. Whether they say amen or not, but something good is happening here. Amen. I know that the Holy Ghost has taken you by surprise. Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. 
Verse number 36. This is part of Peter's discourse. The preaching of the message of the kingdom on the day of Pentecost. Verse number 36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly. So knowledge must be with assurance. It must be known assuredly. It must not be doubted at all. Let the entire nation of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified both Lord and Christ. Beloved, he's not just Savior, he's also Lord. Jesus is not just a Savior, Jesus is also Lord. Lord, Lord, ask your neighbor, is he your Lord? It's one thing to say that this is my boss. It's another for you to submit yourself to your boss. Those who do not submit to higher authority are called insubordinate. Insubordinate. When you say that someone is your subordinate, what it means is he's submissive to you. He who submits is called a subordinate. Did you get it? He who submits to higher authority is called a subordinate. So you may be somebody's junior, but if you don't submit to his guidance and authority, you don't, even though you're a junior, you don't qualify to be called a subordinate. They give you an assignment. We want this work done within three hours. You do it in six hours. You are not a subordinate. You are a junior, yes? To that fellow, but you are not a subordinate because it is only those who submit to higher authority that are called subordinates. Subordinate means that you are submissive. He who submits is called a subordinate. There are so many Christians that will never smell dominion, even though it is their portion in Christ, unless and until they bring themselves under the lordship of Jesus. Your priorities, your inclinations in life, your likes and dislikes must align with the lordship of Jesus. The lordship of Jesus. God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Lord and Savior. Lord and Savior. He is not just my Savior, he is also my Lord. When money is in my pocket, I don't have to spend it. I must not spend it the way I think I should spend it. I must spend it in line with the priorities of my Lord. The priorities of my Lord. The priorities of my Lord, my, my whole outlook must align with the dictates, the expectations, and the demands of my Lord. The principle of source. The principle of source. Without God, your life has no source. Without God, your life has no source. Now, here it is. We read from John chapter 15. We were on verse number five. The Bible says that without me, you can do nothing. Give me verse number four. Give me verse number four. Let's start from there. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you. Unless you abide in me. The issue of dominion has no alternative. You only have dominion through your unflinching connection to Jesus. There is no alternative. It has no other options. There is only one option. And that is, of, that is that of connection. You connect yourself to the master. And the connection is that of abiding. That means if you engage in loose connection you lose it lose connection is the reason why many have lost it it is a connection of abiding 
There is an intertwining connection. You abide in him and him in you. Intertwined. Intertwined. Pastor Diamond, come. Intertwined. Sir, stand here. This side. This is connection. Stand here. Up. Are we not connected? We are. But is it the same as this? Now, so many people, this is how they are connecting with the Christ. Actually, not the whole hand. <laughs> this is how, hey, this is how you are, so many of you, that's how you are connected with Christ. Any little thing that happens here, sir, you, you will lose it. So, what God wants is this. Till death do us what? But the kind of thing that Apostle Paul talked about. Romans chapter 8. Please put it there. Reading from verse number 5. God bless you. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 35. Going into 39. The Bible says, For those who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword. Verse number 36, now hear this. As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Verse number 37. Yet, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. This is the language of a man who is properly connected. Properly connected. Properly connected. Look at the next verse. Listen to what he says. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. 39. He says, no height, no depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Connection. You abide in him and he abides in you. But not many have reached that far. Not many have reached that far. Not many are cleaving to the Lord. For this reason shall a man leave his father and mother. And cleave unto his wife. Not just joining, sir, but cleaving. Shall be glued together permanently with his wife. And the two shall become one flesh. That is what we do in Christ Jesus. We leave the world and our preferences and priorities to cleave to Jesus and we become one with him. The relationship between the believer and Christ is that of the relationship that exists between husband and wife. It is a marital relationship. It is a what? A marital relationship. Because in talking about marriage in Ephesians chapter 5, reading from verse number 22, Apostle Paul says down there at the end, he says, please, don't you think I'm talking about marriage? I'm talking about Christ and his church. Christ and his church. Let's look at it. Wives, submit your own husbands as unto the Lord. Verse 23. For the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Is Jesus your head? Ask your neighbor, is Jesus your head? The headache so many of you are suffering is a result of you not making Christ your head. You don't make Christ your head, you suffer many headaches. Many headaches. Marital headaches, financial headaches, health headaches, career headaches. Because you've not made Jesus your head. Now, headship there has to do with lordship. That means Jesus is the master of the church. The church must not have its own priorities. The priorities of the church must be the priorities of the head. In every institution, you go by the direction, the strategic thinking of the head of the institution. At the departmental level, we go by the strategic thinking of the head of department. If you want to be cleverer than your head, you will be sacked, transferred, demoted, disciplined. 
Now hear this. Next verse. Next verse. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ. Have you said it? The church must be subject to Christ. Individual believers must be subject to Christ. That is when Christ will subject everything else under you. People want to exercise dominion when they have not allowed Christ to exercise mastery over them. Because to exercise dominion means to exercise mastery. It means to exercise your lordship. So your lordship over conditions of life, situations of life, is rooted in you allowing Jesus to exercise his lordship over you. I hope you are listening. Listen to me. Let's look at verse 25. Husbands love your wives. Listen. It says, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. 26. That he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. 27. That he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having uh, spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Verse 28. <laughs> so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Tell your neighbor, I hope you are listening. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it just as the Lord does the church. Please, I want you to see that. It says that the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. Now, so when the church makes Jesus Lord, what would Jesus do to that church? He will nourish and cherish it. And that's, that explains why so many churches are struggling. For growth, financially, they can't develop. There's no progress. Why? They are a church, yes, but they have only made him a savior, not their master. What happens in the church is according to the thinking and the likes of the pastor, not according to the thinking and the likes of Jesus. It is when you as a, an individual child of God, and it is when us as a corporate body, the church of the living God, as PICC, subject ourselves to the lordship of Jesus, that he rises up to become our nourisher. He nourishes and cherishes those that have subjected themselves to him as their master. And that is the basis of our dominion. That is the basis of our dominion. You can do all the jumping. If you have not made him Lord, you may not get it. You may not get it. You may not get the best. You may not get the best. It says, he nourishes and cherishes the church. Verse number 30. Now hear this. For we are members of his body and of his flesh and of his bones. <laughs> Verse number 31. Let's move. For this reason, a man shall leave what? His father and mother. So listen, our relationship with God is a marital relationship. I am married. Now the reason why I cannot drink, and it is impossible for me to drink and to get drunk, I'm talking about taking alcohol, sir, is because my husband Jesus does not like it. <laughs> he does not like it. But some people, they say, whether you like it or not, that's for me. Because I come from jail, I will, I will drink. We are Ngonis. So, but I'm, you are not married to a Ngoni, you are married to a man. A husband who does not want this, no, but we, we, we come from Jenna Jenna. It is our culture. A man who wants to cleave to Jesus must leave his country. Must leave his likes. He must leave his longings. He must leave his inclinations and yield to the longings of the husband who in this case is Jesus Christ. The longings of Jesus are that of holiness. Be holy, be holy, be holy. The longings of Jesus is holiness. Include holiness. So winning, evangelism, living peaceably with your spouse. Those are the longings of the master. 
the longings of the master. He says, for this reason a man shall live. Ask your neighbor, what have you left so far? There are so many people that want Christ, but they still want to continue in their old ways of life. There are people today that no matter how much you pray for them, they continue in their old habits of smoking, drinking, beating the wife, quarreling at home. Despite all the teachings we give them. Despite all the teachings you give them. If you're Abraham, and you really want to change level, you must leave your country, your people, and your father's house. Otherwise, you remain a dwarf. You remain a dwarf. And yet, God's will is that you should be a man of dominance, a woman of dominance. But you remain a dwarf for your lack of subjectivity, your lack of subjection. You don't want to subject yourself to the longings of the master for this reason. A man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Next verse. Now hear this. This is a great mystery. Don't you think I'm talking about marriage in all this from verse 22 to verse number 31? I'm not talking about marriage per se, physical marriage per se. No, I speak I concerning what? Christ and the church. Just like your spouse wouldn't like you sleeping out. Jesus also wouldn't like you sleeping out. You sleep outside holiness. You sleep outside the fear of God. You sleep outside to drink, to do all kinds of things. Can you imagine, husbands, that your wife is coming home at 3 a.m. drunk? <laughs> Are you going to entertain that woman? So what makes you think that Jesus will be entertaining you for your nonsense? What makes you think? Because it's the same thing. And Apostle Paul says, I'm not talking about marriage here. I'm talking about Christ and the church. Are you connected? That is the question. Don't just... Don't just talk dominion. Confess dominion. Yeah, dominion, dominion, dominion. As you, have you made him your master? Is he your master? Is he your Lord? Are your finances under his lordship? Is your marriage under his lordship? Are your priorities under his lordship? Pastor Paul in Acts chapter 16. You read verses 1 to 16. You see that they had wanted to go to several places to preach. Every time they went to a place, for example, they went to Bithynia, the Holy Ghost stopped them. And they didn't preach because the Holy Spirit did what? Stopped them. That's making Jesus your Lord. Jesus, I had wanted to do this, and it is not in your interest for me to do it, I will not do it. One man of God said, Whatever God cannot do for me, let it remain undone. Wherever God cannot take me, let me not get there. That's absolute donation to God. Absolute donation to God. Whatever God cannot give me, let me not have it. Whatever God cannot do for me, let me not... I mean, let it remain undone. And wherever God cannot take me, let me never get there for whatever reason. Never. If I will arrive anywhere, let it be that God has taken me there. If I have something at all, let it be that God has put it in my hand. If I achieve anything at all, let it be that Jesus has done it. Absolute donation to Jesus. Making him not just a savior of your sin, but a master of your life. A master of your life. The greatest undoing of so many Christians today is their loose connection to Jesus. Their inability to allow Jesus exercise mastery and lordship over their life. That is their greatest undoing. 
That is their greatest undoing in this generation. Receiving Christ as Lord and Savior is a fashionable experience. Especially for those that want to get a man and a woman in church. So they will be born again just to look for somebody to marry them. Isaiah talked of a time and this is the hour. Where seven women shall go to one man. And they shall say to the man, please marry us. We are not going to take any money from you. In any case, we will sponsor you because we have more money than you. All we want is to be called Mrs. Piri, Mrs. Banda. It is your name that we want, not your money. We want your name. You may not even come to our house. It doesn't matter. But at least it should be put on paper that there is a marriage certificate that we are married to you. In other words, you are going to be our husband, but you will not have control and say over the affairs of our lives. That is the Christianity of this hour. Jesus, we just want to be called your name, that we are Christians, but you have no right to dictate on any affair or any department of our lives. That is the greatest undoing of so many Christians today. So they talk dominion, but they continue being sick. They talk dominion, but they continue quarreling in their marriages. They talk dominion, but they continue be, being financially embarrassed. There is no money anywhere. And yet they talk about financial dominion. That you confess it is no guarantee that you possess it. It is when you confess it while connected to Christ. If you just con confess, confess without connecting to Christ, you will remain in crisis. You will remain in crisis. If you are loosely connected, you are not abiding. The connection, the dimension of connection we are talking about is that of what? Abiding. Abiding. Where I don't just talk faith because man is in the pocket. You talk faith all the time. Because you stay in there. You stay in Christ. If any man be in Christ. Where must you be? In Christ. That means you abide. You stay there. 2 Corinthians 5.17 If any man be in Christ. That is more than being born again sir. If any man be in Christ. It's not just about Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. No. It's about abiding. It says in, in, in Christ. That means you stay there. That is where you live. If we come in Christ today, we'll find you. Ten years from now, we'll still find you still inside. Still inside. Still inside. Is Jesus Lord over your car? Is Jesus Lord over your bank account? Is Jesus Lord over your children? Is Jesus Lord over your property, your possessions? Is Jesus Lord over your life, over your priorities, over your dreams? If Jesus was to ask you to change direction, would you change direction? Would you say, Lord, we have toiled the whole night without a cast, but at your word, we'll still do it. At your word, Luke chapter 5, verses 5, I mean 4 to 6. At your word, at your word, at your word, at your word. When he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Verse number five. But Simon answered and said to him, Master, we have told all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, people that have made Jesus their Lord are people that are always in the realm of nevertheless. Wow. I thought I could go this way, but Jesus, you are telling me to change direction. Well, nevertheless, I'll do it. Submission. That is what you go at. Submission. Unless you submit to Christ, nothing will submit to you. Unless you submit to Christ, there is no crisis that will submit to you. There is no 
situation that will submit to you. You only exercise authority by being under authority. You exercise authority. Now that centurion told Jesus, he said, I am a man under authority with soldiers under me. If you are not under authority, no soldier, no situation will be under your authority. And the first line of authority is that of Christ. Where you make him your master. You make him your Lord. You make him your master. You make him your Lord. As long as Adam remained yielded to Jehovah God, God gave him dominion over creation. Whatever name he gave to any of the animals that were brought to him, that became the name of that particular animal. That's dominion. Why? Because he was in the atmosphere of his presence. He was in the atmosphere of his presence. You are quiet. I hope you are listening. He was in the atmosphere of his presence. Properly connected. Abiding in his presence. Abiding in the likes and the priorities of Jehovah God. Elohim. And he had all kinds of authority. All kinds of dominion. Elephant became elephant because Adam said so. Antelope became antelope because Adam said so. Chambo became chambo because Adam said so. But the moment he lost his place in the presence of God, he was displaced. He was kicked out of the garden. There are so many Christians. Now, Hear this. When Adam was kicked out of the garden, did he cease to be called Adam? So there are so many Christians that are in church yet, but they are not in Christ. They are in church. In other words, they are members of particular congregations. Some of them are even pastors that are preaching to people. But they are not in class. They were displaced, kicked out. We prophesied in your name. We worked miracles in your name. And we cast out devils in your name. You mean you don't know us? And the master said, in that day I will say unto them, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, because I never knew you. Put it there, Matthew chapter 7. And verse number 21. Going into 22. Not everyone... Who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my father in heaven. Oh my God. Now, before we move to 22, please look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Oh Jesus. Now, it says, those who do the will of my father. Not those who are members of a particular local church. I mean, we can welcome you here. We can like you. If not, love you. But do you do the will of the Father? That is submission. Doing the will of my Father. Meaning that there are other wills. So you can start ministry according to your will. Not according to the will of the father. You can marry someone according to your will. Not according to the will of the father. I hope you are married according to the will of God. Otherwise that will be a crisis on the last day. I pray that what I'm doing now in PICC is according to the will of God. Oh yes. Because so many people will be surprised. Will be taken by surprise on the last day. To discover that whatever they were doing was not the will of God. Rather the will of man or the will of their pocket. Hear this. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, 
Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name. Let's add verse 23 here. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Can you imagine that? I never knew you. God, you mean somebody you have never known, someone you never know can be prophesying in your name? Jesus will be telling you, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> People can be casting out demons or be on television, celebrated all over the world, yet they are never known by Jesus. Beloved, Paul says, God knows those who are his. My concern for you this morning is whether God knows you. Whether God knows you. And one of the indicators of whether or not God knows you is your willingness. How willing? To what extent are you willing? Or to what extent do you apply yourself to yielding and practicing his will? If you are habitually in the red, when it comes to doing the will of God, that may be a sign that you are not known. You are not known. Some people will be like that fellow who goes to a particular company and says, I have come to report for duties. When he never attended interviews, he has never received an offer letter of employment. He says, I have come. Uh, I think you employed me as an accountant. They'll be asking you, how? And they will quickly call security people to arrest you and kick you out of there. That is how so many people are going to have it before God. If there is anything to sort out about your life, about your marriage, about your priorities, and as far as God is concerned, please, this is the right time to sort it out. This is the right time to sort it out. Beloved, dominion is serious business. Dominion is serious business. A man and a woman of dominion should not be struggling the way some of you are struggling. It is a sign that something is wrong. And many, for many people, what is wrong is their loose connection with God. They are loose connection. They are not abiding. They are not abiding in Christ. That is why they remain in crisis. They are not abiding. The Christianity of so many people is fashionable Christianity. It's just that everybody should at least call themselves a Christian. But Jesus is not exercising lordship over them. How can it be? That he is your Lord and yet you can't talk to your wife for seven days. Say, Jesus is my Lord. Which one? Which Jesus? Are you talking of Jesus of Nazareth or Jesus of Judea? Because if it is Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the physical son of Virgin Mary, sir, you can't do anything like that. Hiding money from your wife. Hiding money from your spouse. Hiding money. If you want to hide, there are better things to hide, but that, those, those things to hide cannot be money. You are busy backbiting and gossiping and all that, and you call that being what? A disciple of Jesus? You're joking. I want you to be serious with God. Tell your neighbor, God wants you to be serious with him. The principle of souls. Have you understood it? The principle of what? If you can sort this out, many things about your life will be sorted out. I note that I've preached about half of what I wanted to say on the principle of souls. So everything else will come through books. Hallelujah. 
Because remember, we have how many to talk about? Five. And I had wanted to cover everything on source in this service. But it looks like I've only done 20%. Because I wanted to show you things that disconnect or pull people away from their source in our time. And I also wanted to show you how you can remain perpetually abiding in Christ. But time will not permit us to do that. Rise on your feet. <laughs> lift your two hands, put your books down, lift your two hands and begin to celebrate Jesus. Begin to celebrate Jesus, everybody. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Ashes, wake up. Please, I want everyone to pray. Father, give me grace to abide. Father, give me grace to remain perpetually connected. Lift your voice, everyone. Pray. How many are praying? to God. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for everyone whose hand is lifted. Lord, I speak by the authority vested in me in Christ Jesus. That power to begin, grace to begin, anointing to begin is resting upon each one of them right now in the name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus Christ receive power to begin power to start power to take over in the mighty name of Jesus somebody shout I received the anointing to start Say it again, I receive the anointing to begin. I'm beginning this hour, whatever has to start, we declare it started in the name of Jesus Christ. I said we declare it started in the name of Jesus Christ. We declare it launched in the mighty name of Jesus. In this service today, we launch your projector. We launch your life assignment. We commission it for commencement in the name of Jesus. Please, can I hear a lot of shout of amen? Please, if you can, clap your hands for Jesus. Number two, I want to pray for the second category of people. The Bible says, when the man Isaac began to prosper, he continued prospering. There are people here, and this is by the Spirit, who started very well. But the good thing that had started in their lives could not be sustained. A business that could not be sustained. Marital stability that could not be sustained. Something good started but the good that started did not continue. And there are people here who started construction works, but which have since been abandoned. So they have suffered abandonment of a project. The project has not continued. The project has not continued. 
the good thing has not continued. The blessing has not continued. They started building the temple of God in Jerusalem during the time of Ezra. But the Bible says, because of the stiff opposition, the project was brought to a complete halt. It couldn't continue until Zechariah rose up and said, Zerubbabel is not by might, not by power, but my spirit says the Lord. Oh, are you a great mountain? Now that mountain Zechariah is talking about there is the opposition that the children of Israel encountered in the course of rebuilding the temple of Jerusalem. God called it a great mountain. He said, you great mountain, I will knock you down. Whatever had stopped the good thing in you from continuing is about to be knocked down here this morning. Amen. That your amen is too weak. Can I hear a louder shout of amen? amen? Now, if there are people in this category, lift your right hand because I'm praying here. And please believe it if you are to live in it. You must believe it if you are to live in it. I decree. In the mighty name of Jesus, the name that is far above every name, every good thing that had begun in you but could not continue is resuscitated in the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. I announce divine resuscitation of every abandoned dream, abandoned project, abandoned blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever was contesting the continuity of that good thing in your life, the continuity of that joy in your life, the continuity of success in your life, I curse it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I destroy it in the name of Jesus Christ. Power to continue is resting upon your life. Anointing to continue is resting upon your life. I said power to continue is resting upon your life. Grace to continue is resting upon your life. You will continue in success. You will continue in victory. You will continue in the blessing of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please can I hear a loud shout of amen here. Now, in the interest of time, let's look at the last part. And continued prospering until he became very prosperous. Until. That is power for completion. Power for completion. Jesus is not just the Alpha, he's also the Omega. I want to release what I'm calling the Omega anointing. Power to finish. Power to finish. Lift your right hand, everyone. This one is for everyone. Whatever you are doing now, you shall complete it. It shall finish well. Power to finish. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Anointing to finish. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Somebody begin to announce and receive power to finish. Power to complete. Power. Power to complete whatever I start. Power to finish whatever I begin. Power to finish. Power to finish. I receive power. I receive power. I receive power. I receive the anointing to finish. The anointing to finish. The anointing to finish. The anointing to finish. To finish whatever I have started. To finish whatever I have started. In the name of Jesus. I receive it. I receive that grace. I receive that anointing. Anointing to finish. 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 In the name of Jesus. Anointing to finish. Hold your hands. Anointing to finish. Father, release the anointing to finish. The anointing to finish. You shall finish well. You shall finish well. Nothing shall stop you. Nothing shall hinder you. Nothing shall frustrate you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mashatakalabah. Power to finish. Power to finish. 
power to finish. Jesus. Ay, 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 ay. Power to finish. Power to finish. Power to finish. Power to finish. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Mashata Kalabahata. Yakatalababasi. Messiah. You are not just finishing. You shall finish well. You shall finish well. Somebody begin to announce. I will not just finish. I will finish well. I will finish well. I will finish successfully. 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 Power to finish. Power to finish. Power to finish. Power to finish. Masata kiamandelelebusa. Jata kiamandelelebusa. Yakata liposayakaya. Power, 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 power to finish. Power to finish. Power to finish. Lift your hands. I release upon your hands right now. Those hands are cutting an anointing. Those hands are cutting a grace. A divine ability. And by this ability, by this grace, by this anointing, you shall finish well. I said you shall finish well. I said you shall finish well. I said you shall finish well. Maritally, financially, in business, in career, you shall finish well. I said you shall finish well. There shall be no calamity, no crisis, no, no disaster anywhere against the works of the hands in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Please, can I hear a louder shout of amen here? I said a louder shout of amen. Somebody shout three times, I shall finish well. One, two, and now three. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a clap. Something wonderfully wonderful has happened to you in this service. And you will live to enjoy it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I said you will live to enjoy it in the name of Jesus. Amen. The goodness of the Lord will never cease in your life. Amen. I said the goodness of Jehovah shall never cease upon your life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please, you believe that? Can I hear loud a shout of amen? Psalm 23 and verse number 6. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. God bless you.